Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry, the boater, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Uh, I just got back from California, traveled out there all week out there on the left coast. Uh, I'm ready to file a full report. Are you ready, Captain Patrick? Uh, the upcoming segment is being brought to you by Greg on a stick. Greg <laughs> on a stick. Oh, your day, you're your day is coming. <laughs> when you're feeling lonely, yeah. Greg on a stick. Okay. Greg on a stick. You can see Take Greg on a stick on yeah, uh, Facebook can. Live, YouTube, and Twitch. You know, Barry a nice fan. and Patrick uh, yeah. are having, uh, they're mildly amused at my expense, evidently. But, but you, I, you I gave. See, you want to see, see me make out with Greg? No. no. What? <laughs> no. I don't even want to see Excuse that. me? What the hell? <laughs> What is going on? Oh, what is going I on here? I just ate lunch. Please don't do that. <laughs> We've run aground already. We haven't even got started yet. This is uh, Greg, Greg on a sad. stick is being mighty aggressive with me. I just want you to know. Oh, you know, it's just only stop. the le- it's only the left coast. It's only the left coast if you're facing north. Okay, if you say so. Well, if you're facing south, it's uh, your right coast. No, I'm I'm looking at a map, and that's why I say that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I was out there uh, for the week, and actually, uh, Patrick was spying on me, because when I was walking up and down the pier on Seal Beach, there just south of Long Beach, I think, it well, actually, maybe it's just north. No, no, just south of Long Beach is this uh, pier, Seal Beach, and uh, it was really impressive. Then I look down, I see this big barge-type vessel or cruiser. I mean, they're shuttling... You know, the workers from the oil uh, platforms out in the bay uh, there or out in the water of the ocean. And they're shuttling the workers back and forth at the end of the day because it was around sunset. And there's the uh, the boat. Patrick is bringing the uh, the workers back and forth. That was the name of the boat. And I was like, uh, could that be Captain Patrick? I'm like, yeah, duh. I'll I tell didn't... you what, it is a sharp looking ship. That's for sure. Yeah. Okay. Then maybe it's not. Is what you're trying no, to no, say? No, it's no, not his. I'm, I'm saying it's. I'm saying it's a really nice. It's a nice, clean ship. Yeah, it's it, not it, that big. It's maybe looks about sixty feet. Well, it's one of those kind of trawler type vessels that you see on Deadliest Catch, and it didn't have mm. any uh, crab pots on the back of it, but it has the wooden the wooden deck. But it was just like one of those things you see on Discovery Channel, isn't it? It was an impressive vessel, and I just thought it was odd that it was named Patrick. Why and, would that? Why would that strike you as odd? Because I was like, you're stalking me. Not only sure. are you doing inappropriate things with Greg on a stick, <laughs> you're stalking me when I travel to California. Oh, uh, Greg, cut it out, Greg. All cut right. it out, Greg. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> That's so disturbing. <laughs> but uh, other than that vessel, which was uh, an impressive piece of machinery floating out there by uh, Seal Beach uh, up here, uh, I saw all the boats 
that you've uh, seen on the news, all these trawlers and cruise ships. I mean, they're just lined up along the coast there in California waiting, you know, for... No, 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 no. Those are cargo ships. Well, there's both. There's, there were a couple cruise ships that were out there on anchor too. <laughs> so, so people are waiting out there. On well, the no, no, the cruises, cruise ships thirty are, days later. No, the cruises that are not active, Barry. There are a couple oh, of them okay. that are just sitting out there off the coast of California, you know, in the Long Beach area, along with all those uh, barges and stuff. And, and as far as you can see, you just see them lined up. It's just crazy. And uh, I mean, you know, it, it's kind of sad. I mean, it's still going on. They're still very much lined up. You know, I'm not seeing. I mean, it was it was kind of funny. Like, oh, this is what I've seen on TV. Yep, it really does exist. It, it really exists. And so and you're, you're lined not, up. You know what's crazy is the uh, federal government looking at letting 18 year olds drive semis out of state. <sighs> That's insane. Because take it from a licensed semi driver, me. Uh, no. I was reading about that. They said that, number one, they've been allowed to drive within the state. It'll allow them to cross state lines. That's number one. Mm-hmm. And number two, they're going to have to have another driver with them that is age 26 or older yeah. as a, I guess, you know, like when you have your 15-year-old learning to drive and you're supposed to be next to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've driven tandem. And the thing is, there are, I don't want to get too far off topic, but there are rules regarding your logbook is where that second driver can be to where he is hours are counted not behind the wheel Those, and that's not that's not in the passenger seat well yeah yeah driving tandems like a uh, skydive where the instructor's on top of you is that what you mean no the the, <laughs> okay. the, off, the, the off-duty driver needs to be in the sleeper hmm yeah Okay, we'll whatever you say. Well, anyway, I was out there, saw the barges, saw the you know inactive cruise ships. There was some activity. There was actually the cruise port at uh, Long Beach. Looks like it was operating. Go you know over the weekend on uh, like Carnival has a couple ships going. So I, I think they're going at the moment, but it was hard to tell. But all the news that you see about those barges and stuff very accurate, including all the you know the tent cities, the garbage. <laughs> the Winnebago's that were were parked outside my hotel at one at one point. I mean, it was kind of sad to see that. Well, that was the RV. That was the RV show that you missed. No, it wasn't. It was a bunch <laughs> of uh, like People gypsies living in RVs that okay. travel around California <laughs> and they park everywhere you know they can, and they okay, just let on, them do on. this. It, it's right, nuts. Uh, you, you, I, I had right. the whole California experience, including uh, being threatened with murder. From a guy on the corner of the street. So I really felt like I had the whole, you know, left coast experience on my short little visit out there. So everything you're seeing on TV, eh, I would say it was pretty accurate. You know, were there a lot of boats news. out? Were there, were there people? Other than the barges I mean, and, and stuff? No, I'm talking about, you know, past, um, uh, personal boats, people out there boating, or was the weather not so great? No, the weather was, uh, was okay. Yeah, they were out there, I guess. I mean, you know, when we were... We were there at the end of the day on the coast, so it was sunset, so all the boats were back in the marina slips and stuff. Uh, so, But as far as I could tell, you know, boating is, is definitely taking place. They just probably have more things to navigate around with those, you know, anchored barges and cruise ships off the coast and stuff that uh, generally aren't, uh, you know, uh, right there in the view. But uh, I will say Seal Beach Pier, that was my first time to that particular place. Uh, that was an impressive uh, pier, one of the nicest piers I've ever, 
you know, walking yeah, up what, and down. What, was was he there singing? Excuse Who? me. Who was he? The, Seal. Uh, you know the uh, the song. What? How's it go, Patrick? Uh, I have no idea. No, you know I'm Seal waiting. does. I want to hear you sing it. They fly like an eagle. Doesn't he do that one too? He does a version of that, doesn't he? Wait, there's a person that sings on this pier. Seal. That's his. Seal. He, he made right. a a reference to a musician that uh, Barry doesn't. Uh, Obviously, I not don't familiar know. with. Yeah. You, well, wow. I've never been to California. What can I say? Yeah. Well, Seal, you Seal and missed, Heidi Klum. Just watch TV. You'll get everything you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't watch TV anymore. The, the, it's not fake news. What has been have, reported no going time. on out there? I have no time to watch yeah. TV. I mean, you know, the, the, I, the you know the cherry on the Sunday out there in California was being threatened with murder from a you know a guy on the street. That was kind of interesting to walk by and you know he said, "Hey, what are you looking at? You never seen a man in a mask? I'll kill you, mf'er." I'm like, okay. Did did he, did he ask you if you had a bucket <laughs> of chicken for him? Mr. Sanders, excuse me. No, he did not. I was. He didn't ask for no. your bucket of chicken. Uh, Greg, no. what you just what you just described is why I'm no longer allowed in the studio. Ah, good point. <laughs> good point. So what's happening That's right. in boating? Well, I, I just wanted to paint that picture for everybody. If you go out to California, you just have uh, you know some things to navigate, but it's still a fun place to visit. You know, yeah, those are tran- those are tran- those are transient RVers, by the way. Those are not gypsies. Gypsies is a um an actual like uh well yeah what's the difference they they wander around crappy rvs that they shouldn't gypsies is actually a a race of people wait Uh, you've never seen the ones come from canada down here every every winter those are snowbirds what are you talking about? And they're RVs? They come in their RVs. Oh, yeah. They come well, no, these, the, these are like more than my house. These are like one step above homeless folks. I mean, because they're they're like derelict, you know, RVs, and they just travel around California. And, oh, no, uh, those, those are people that can't, that can't afford $9 million for a one-bedroom, one-bath. Well, they can't afford, uh, you know, a, a space at KOA, uh, so they just park them in the downtown streets <laughs> yeah. or any oh, suburb of California. There. And uh, it was it was just odd. It was an odd thing to see. But whatever, you know, California has its issues. They'll have to deal with them accordingly. But but yet you keep going back. <laughs> well, I had I had to. I went I went out there on assignment yeah. for our airplane show, Just Plane Radio. We had a very good visit, and you know the California part of it, and getting out there on the pier was kind of like, uh, you know, that was a little bit of spice to our our assignment, a little sidetrack. Thanks. So sure. I figured that we had to cover that on the world of boatings since I saw boats, right? That I counts. kill you. No. Yeah. That, well, that's I, just part of the California experience. It's better than going to Disneyland. More exciting for sure. More coming up. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast Arr, why buy a house when he can buy a houseboat Yar! don't forget to check out the galley that's real shag carpeting Arr. Baby, back her down the rain and don't jackknife it. Let's see how many people we can fit inside. I think we got half of the town invited for some beer on a boat on a Saturday. A few good friends just floating away. The world looks better through a cool pair of shades with some beer on a boat on a Saturday. This is the World of Boating. Gregor first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater running out of the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information and share a few little um, highlights from my adventure out to California this week. Uh, I, I will say, I, I want to back up and make sure people don't misunderstand what I'm saying about my, my adventure to California. I enjoyed it immensely. It was a great adventure. And the fact that I was threatened with murder from some guy on the street was just, just kind of completed the whole experience. It, it was like when I went to celebrate New Year's Eve in New York City, and on the way back to the hotel, I saw a guy uh, relieving himself in a potted plant. So Listen, you know, I, I've ex- I've experienced both of those things going into your neighborhood. Yeah. and then I had to tell you to go back inside. It doesn't count if it, if you're the one uh, doing the, the deed, there, Patrick. True, yeah, but well, uh, but re- remember, Greg, is mm-hmm. it's the same as when you came down for one of the boat shows and someone broke into your truck, right? And stole okay. your t-shirt, yeah, yeah. your shirt. So yeah, but that yeah. was that was more, you know, uh, and that was back in the day when the truck he had was actually in reality a truck, a truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What well, it was an Not avalanche. That. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sort of a trust. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> okay. Moving on to uh, boating news and information <laughs> here Whatever on the world of boating. Uh, let, let's just kind of uh, navigate accordingly. Patrick, what do we got to, to talk about today? Well, seeing as how uh, Mike, the Mariner, is not with us, mm-hmm. uh, we, we have tried to get Mike on board with doing useless boating facts um, with, with Mike, the Mariner. Uh, uh, but well, yeah, instead, but he's not here today. And there, right, no, so, so we're going so to do useless boating facts. He's out boating, boating just for the record, so he couldn't get with us today, but that's fine. We're going to do, do useless boating facts with Barry, the boater. Oh, okay. Well, we so are. Barry's going to uh, move up the food chain just a tad, just up, a tad. up the rank. Uh, today there there is a website that i've been um that i signed up for called boatblurb.com thank god that uh, was the one you were going with i was really worried there for a second yeah right and uh they had a quick tip about scanning the water you know when you're out on the helm you're supposed to scan the water for you know other boats mm-hmm. uh things that may be in the water such as scuba divers that are looking for lobster and uh, apparently some researchers have done some research uh, to see what's the best way to scan areas. And it isn't so much just, just going back and forth and back and forth. Yes, Patrick? No, go ahead, Barry. What? Oh, okay, okay. So what it is is uh, you should be going in 30-degree sectors and stopping for about a second or two and actually staring out at that area so it gives your eyes and your brain a chance to look for any uh, small objects that so don't scan across uh, like find a, well, a focus and then stop for a few seconds and then move on start at one end yeah. and do a quick focus and look and then move over about 30 degrees or so and do it again and once okay. you get cl- yeah. down to doing that correctly mm-hmm. not only are you scanning but you're also if you see something out there you'll actually see it got it you might you won't skip over say like a uh, safety sausage from a scuba diver, which uh, and, may and be fi- kind of small or a dive flag. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, that makes they're, sense. They're hard to see, especially when you have some waves there because they'll kind of disappear and then come back up. Mm-hmm. And when you're going out there at thirty or forty knots, you have to be careful. So that was a tip on scanning uh, a tip on the scanning horizon for- and stuff. That, what do you think, Patrick? Have you ever applied that type of technique or no? Patrick forgot to turn his um, microphone back on. I don't know if he did or not. There he did. What about oh, now? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. If you're if you're wondering, I was wondering. I was talking the whole segment. You guys weren't <laughs> responding, yeah. and I figured it was just Greg being Greg. I, I nope. think I think actually your microphone went off there, Patrick. Now it sounds like we we got you on your uh, computer mic, and it's not working. If you're right. wondering what, if you're wondering thirty degrees, what yeah. constitutes thirty degrees? Imagine a slice of pizza. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that works. That now, that's, now you well, just you, made you have the, to equate it to food because people understand food. Yeah. Now you they just made the boaters hungry. Degrees. Well, that's yeah. not going to help them uh, look for stuff. They're they're just going to get hungry, aren't they? But but what happens if you buy a large pie and it's only cut into four slices? Right. Exactly. If it's one of those like big or, or Godfather pizza pizza. Yeah. And it's cut into rectangles. And it's square. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, then you're too be... stupid to be boating or eating because <laughs> pizza should never come as a rectangle. All right. Well. Okay. Okay. So, uh, but do you apply this technique yourself, Patrick? Or was um, this news to I, you? No, this, this, this is why it's useless boating facts, although it does have some importance because it's a skill that you have to practice. Most people will not because chances are they're boating in waters that are familiar to them, whether it be a lake or maybe they're on intracoastal 
Uh, maybe they're on the Great Lakes. They they figure they've got, I know this area, I boat here all the time, uh, or I've got this nice, big, open body of water in front of me. What's the worst that could possibly happen? Which down in Barry's area, probably a little further south, you know, the the axiom, if it's brown, turn around, um, holds true. What? what? So hold, we, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I, I thought if it was brown, you flush it down. What is no, no. Brown, no, no. turn when around. You're, when, you're, when you're scanning, as you should be from the helm, if, if all of a sudden the water goes from nice aqua and you're scanning ahead and you see brown, it's darkened up. You want to drop speed and you want to check your position and and turn away from that because chances are you're about to run aground. Okay, got it. But as far as you know, uh, situations even if you're familiar with the waterways, applying that technique may help you avoid running over somebody. Well, yeah, I mean there you there know, are whether there it's are familiar waters or not, right? There. There are things that, and not just talking about people that could be in the water, a skier that may have dropped or a, a wakeboarder Diver, or a tube or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, well, let's let's talk about, you know, things that our listeners might be more inclined to encounter because not everybody is down in paradise where Barry is, where you could go literally 10 feet off the beach, stick your head under the water and come up with nine lobster. So talking about, you know, like an area lake where maybe you're used to boating, and maybe it's not a person that's fallen off, but there may be some debris in the water. There may have been a storm that moved through the night before that somebody's dock could have come apart. There could be tree limbs, but things that are just below the surface that you don't see because you're moving at such a, a pace and your attention is diverted elsewhere. Uh, maybe you're talking with your passengers. Maybe you're paying attention to your nice uh, uh, glass cockpit, you know, uh, garment screens, things like that. When you should really be scanning, scanning, scanning to make sure that the direction that you're heading in is safe. Yeah, absolutely. And I did that one time. Uh, I was with a friend of mine who we took a sailboat over to Bimini. And uh, I acted as a lookout as we were coming into Bimini. There's a very skinny channel, and either side is very rocky. So we had to do that. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information and share a few useless boating facts or tips. I don't think that's uh, very useless, actually. That's just practical well, advice. What's useless about that? There's, there's nothing, the Greg. It, 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 it was just us kind of making a play on useless boating fact. We discussed this when we un- un- unveiled the segment like a month ago. That okay. it wouldn't really be useless. It was just a way to make a, a, a segment for Mike so he didn't feel so left out Okay, uh, when we talked. Because, um, oh, so, much- so here, how about uh, useful boating tips that'll make mike feel less useless uh how about just useless boating <laughs> facts with mike the mariner uh because pretty much and you've told me this off air greg yeah. you hate him uh, uh you don't enjoy having that's him on a the lie. show that is uh, and, uh not true you know we, i was we not talking about mike when i said that <laughs> yeah i know i know who you were talking about quiet barry's listening <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Anyway, other stuff. uh, Excitement is building, Greg. Yeah. Excitement is building all across the world for the upcoming return of the Miami International Boat Show at Miami Beach Convention Center. Right. Um, I did apply for my credentials and was accepted. Okay. so At Valentine's Day, uh, or it's the day after Valentine's Day, right? Is that it? Yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't. I don't even know what day that is anymore. Well, you don't it's know a, what Valentine's Day is. It's February fourteenth. It's the most romantic day of the year, Patrick. No, it's not. Opening day of the Miami Boat Show. Well, is it, I, that's what I said. Is day. it the? Is it the next day? Is it like the fifteenth of February? I believe it is. Uh, actually, actually, if yeah. you would let me get on with this segment, yeah. Um, so on the. Uh, website for the miami international boat show they have got their ticketing uh put up yep. as well as vip tickets okay Greg. what for thursday uh, is that the well, premiere day here well hold, hold on there speedy so um for your children uh ages 6 to 15 15 gets you in for one day uh everybody else it's 40 bucks uh prime time preview which is Wednesday is $60. Okay, and we'll explain what that means next on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Basically, there's two ways to turn a boat. There's coming about, which is turning into the wind, and there's jiving, which is turning away from the wind. Now, jiving is something that you never want to do with a rookie on board, so let's just give it a shot. Well, wait, 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 wait. Why is jiving bad? It's not bad. It's just fun. Jive, oh! Come on, man. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry, the boat around and at the crew. All right, so Miami Boat Show, Miami International Boat Show takes place February, is it 15th? Is that the day after Valentine's Day, Patrick? You have that it, info oh, in front it, of you. It, it starts that Wednesday prior to that Friday. So that would be the 15th, yes, because Valentine's Day usually, I believe, is on the 14th, isn't it? I mean, on a Tuesday? I, ha- I have no idea. You don't have a calendar? Uh, no, I have no idea about oh, Valentine's Day. Oh, boy. It, it always drives me crazy because, yeah, you got to you gotta manage that if you have a better app. Now, Patrick, you know, obviously yeah, doesn't and, care. Yeah, and I just want to say, more relationships and marriages are broken up because of the Miami international boat yeah. show because it, well honey sorry i gotta work the boat show sure you say that every year right but this is when it occurs yes <laughs> very true sure in miami <laughs> right right well uh it, it's true and then you know it's funny the fort lauderdale international boat show always interferes with halloween so uh, you know it why they interfere with Halloween? yes it does it's they don't give away near as good a candy as as you get if you just stay home and manage the front door you, and you send are the kids not going out to the right places a at flips of stuff it, you and i'll have to go through flips together i'll show you where to get the candy mm-hmm. okay Third. some of them yeah. have it but anyway yeah, yeah it's uh, uh it, it, so the vip is like a, right. a several day ticket plus the uh, preview day like a it, whole weekend it, it thing it is it is a vi there's a vip one day ticket 
Yeah, that's right? the get in early ticket, right? One, no, it's valid Wednesday through Sunday. Oh, so right. the one day ticket. Any idea how much to get in for one day for the VIP ticket? Forty bucks. What, wait, wait, wait. What does the VIP give you then? You, you just said the full, the full win, shebang. The Windward VIP experience includes primetime preview and Super Yacht Miami access, exclusive entry into the Windward VIP clubs at One Herald Plaza and the Miami Beach Convention uh, Center. Okay. Enjoy a private concierge to book private appointments, a premium open bar, food complimentary, water taxi, water tender access to and from Island Gardens. Plus, okay, $100. Wait, wait, it gets better. I'm not done. I know, but I can already tell. (laughs) Plus, we partnered with Art Winwood, which is something, obviously, to offer Winward Winwood VIP complimentary general admission access to Art Winwood valid any one day from Friday to Monday uh, attendees, blah, 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 blah. So how much (laughs) for the Winward VIP ticket one day? $100. Greg? Um, 70. No, you said 40. $375. Okay, for the whole week, though. That is for the whole five days. Windward VIP ticket, one day ticket is what it says. Then it's really that much for one day? I'm just reading what's on their website, sir. Does it have a whole week uh, thing cost? I mean, because that would make it like over a grand, which would be insane. I I can't believe that would be that much. I'm just. Just telling you, that's what I, I would say. Those are for people that are looking for big yachts and have the kind of money that they want to be personally taken care of. You know, well, it's like giving, uh, you know, uh, it's like first class on the airline, getting right. access to the Sky yeah. Club. Yeah, yeah. So, so no, they're, it's, they're working it's, that it's, angle. It's like the unknown class on the airline. See, there's a whole nother level to the plane that you're unaware of that you can get access to if you've got the unrestricted access. They actually let you fly. Really? He's just making crap up now. I know that's a lie. <laughs> because well, I, I, I flew I flew first Greg's class voice. to he California and back. <laughs> Greg was Greg was close to buying it. I know almost. He, yeah. was, he was like, Really? No. How do I get it on us? No, no. I knew that was a lie. That was a fisherman's lie if I ever heard one. Because yeah, I flew. Uh, I, I was like, I, they didn't let me in the cockpit. I tried. I said, Hey, I'm in first class. Can oh, I fly sure, this I'm puppy sure. for a little bit and uh, have some fun? And Do these VIP tickets include parking or? Yes, no. of course. All right, you get your own concierge uh, and the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, they give you they give you a car for free. Okay, maybe. All right. Apparently. Apparently. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Probably um, a boat. In other be, in other boating news. Yeah. We need to welcome two new boaters to the world of boating family. Two Ooh. nude boaters to the world two of boating. New new new. Boaters. Nude boaters. Got it. New N E W. Right. right. He, he's got hearing difficulties. Greg, yeah. are you familiar with the SNL? You mean S and M? SNL Saturday Night Live. Oh, are you familiar yes. with the Saturday Night Live? Oh, I, I have heard of this. Yes, I have heard okay. of this show. Yeah, on a Saturday yes. night, right? And so, are you are you familiar with the current cast? Anybody from the current lineup? Well, yeah, or, of course. Yeah. Okay. Why? So, are you familiar with Pete Davidson? I am. Are you familiar with Colin Jost? I am, yes. They bought the Staten Island Ferry that was up for auction this week. 
We had multiple posts. What together? Google. Those those two guys bought uh, the ferry together. Man, I would just if there if there is a way to mute you from where I sit. What? So what? What's I that, it's a question. So I let, get out more. Wait, wait. Four let, words. Let him finish his story, and then you can interrupt. Good him. God! Well, man. you just mentioned okay. them both. Just to answer the question: Did they both uh, go in together and bought the ferry? I'm gonna tell you in a minute. Oh my gosh! Look, his blood pressure's gonna go up. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My shirt was white when the show started. It's mm. now blood red. Uh, <laughs> All right, okay. go ahead. Hurry so, up. Come on. Uh, dur- during the week, we yeah. did multiple posts on the World of Boating Facebook page, which you have, if you haven't checked us out, please check us out and like us. Also, these stories show up simultaneously on the World of Boating Well, uh, if website. Colin Jost and, and the other guy from SNL would have went there, they would have been able to buy the, the you know Captain Patrick boat. Okay. We had a picture so, of, uh, of this, there from this California. Is a, this is a decommissioned ferry that mm-hmm. uh, is is was uh, christened the John F. Kennedy, right? Uh, and it was in service yeah. from 1965, so before I was born, but Greg was already 12 um, mm-hmm. until it was taken out of service last August. This this ferry had a very very long run. Um, it's a 277-foot vessel Got that it. has been decommissioned and is currently not in running condition. Mm-hmm. Um, so Colin Jost and Pete Davidson, this, this ferry went up for auction. Yeah. How much do you think they paid for this decommissioned boat? And what do you think they plan to do with it? Well, they spend hundred grand, and they're going to turn it into a party boat, knowing Pete Davidson, where they can float out on the Hudson and smoke weed. And Colin Jost will just be along for the ride, I guess. I don't know. And doing, you know, weekend update from the top deck. All right. Barry, any any ideas? Uh, I'm going to say a thousand bucks and they're going to have to pay more to tow it. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. They paid $280,000 <laughs> I win. for this, for this decommissioned boat. Yeah. For a broken and, boat. <laughs> and they plan to turn it into a booze New cruise. York, New York's hottest club. Well, same difference. Yeah. So they've teamed up with comedy club owner Paul Italia mm-hmm. uh, for the winning bid for the John F. Kennedy, and they've got a plan um, for this uh, this ferry boat. Uh, Turn it into a not, floating comedy club in New York. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm not. I mean, you know, I guess it's a smart move because you know, uh, real estate is ridiculously expensive. Um, if you were looking to buy it, not not just like rent the place. And here you've got something that you could move, uh, whether you tow it or you put it back under operating conditions. And yeah, it's, it's uh, just it's, tie it to a dock. Maybe no, no, they'll, they'll run it around the Statue of Liberty, <laughs> tell some jokes, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, it's <laughs> not a bad idea, really. Not uh, not for that money, but you got to figure they're, they're you're going to drop. Oh. I bet they draw. I bet they wind up dropping about five million into this thing. Really? You Seriously? Think that much? Wow! I, but well, you got to figure it was built for fer- as a ferry. Yeah. So now you've got to turn it into a club, um, and it's got all this massive room. So you got to imagine they're going to have some dining. They're going to have a comedy club area. Uh, I doubt that they'll be taking vessels on board. 
you know, or, or stuff or cars. cars yeah. Stuff I mean, like cause that. yeah, it's mostly cars that would go in the lower decks. So no, you just put it, a stage and a bunch of uh, seating arrangement stuff in there. And uh, yeah, dude, this thing is, this is 288 feet. Man, this is huge. I, well, exactly. So, but that's so no they, different they, they, than yeah. a, you know, big auditorium that you would have, you know, for a, uh, comedy club, just making a nice long comedy club. And I mean, they, they're both I, comics. I, 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 I bet they wind up dropping about five mil easy into this thing. Mm. Uh, by the time they're done uh, redesigning and upgrades, and depending on what the Coast Guard requires, whether it's tied to a dock or not, that's something that, uh, I mean, obviously, if it was going to be out on the water, that brings you in a whole nother type of problem. Uh, with the Coast Guard as far as getting it up the code. So, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely going to have some smoke on the water. Pete Davidson, he's into that kind of thing. Probably Colin Joe's, too. Those Saturday night guys. They're always high, right? More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast who are you uh we're from the uh state mental institution uh we chartered the boat we're going to go fishing and uh that's all there is to it but i won't cry myself asleep my soul no longer weeps but my body 
This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boat around and out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. All right, so we have a new ferry comedy club or something coming to uh, the New York City area eventually. It'll probably take them, I guess, a year or so to get that thing <laughs> going. What, you think it'll, it'll be uh, longer than that? Yeah, uh, yeah. What a marine never architect know. Have, have to go over the whole boat and redesign it? I mean, this could take some time. You're going to wind up, first of all, you got to get down into the machinery space and you got to decide what you're going to do there. Uh, are we, are we going to kind of gut that stuff and make it to where it's basically just a floating shell? Mm-hmm. Or are we going to restore any of that propulsion? Then two is everything above the engine room is basically going to wind up being gutted um, and then redesigned. And, you know, with the current supply chain issues, um, yeah, they're they're probably man. If that thing's up and running in three years, I'd be surprised. Hmm. Well, it depends on what they're going to do. If they gut it and just uh, turn it into a floating dock kind of thing, they can do it quicker. They could flip it quicker than that, but we'll see. You Time know nothing. You know nothing. About I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with it, but I bet they're going to want to flip it as quick as they can and start making buco bucks. You know, yeah, but you're gonna have to put a lot of money into it. They they they'd probably be better off just cleaning it up, dragging it down to Florida, making it into another uh, wreck to dive. Well, look this 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 could have been the boat for Jerry the diver guy. <laughs> yeah, <Good> point. <laughs> sure, maybe this, you ought to I mean, maybe you ought to start looking at uh, retired ferries. The the ultimate dive boat. Uh, could have could have cut an access in the hull with a submersible that could drop down into water. That would be uh, a hole, not a hull. A hole. It'd be, it'd have, you put a, a hole, hole in the, the boat. You you don't want to put a hole in a ferry. That w- I don't think that would work very well. I gar- I guarantee you there are holes in the hull of that ferry. Well, yeah, but not big enough for a diver. Yeah, but regardless, for, for, yeah, for I mean, submersible. No, actually, for what Barry, uh, you know, Barry, he, he's talked about this. That'd be the, about the right size. And that's not out of the uh, realm of possibility, cost wise. He doesn't. He wouldn't be able to fix it up at all. So he'd basically no. look. He'd be uh, living in a you know old derelict floating vessel, yeah. and that'd be about so it. It's just like, like those, it's just like him up in the mountains right yeah. now. Well, right, yeah. or, exactly. Or those RVs in the uh, left coast, right? Yeah, he would get like a uh, you know an inflatable bed, maybe be able to put that in. Man, there. Get, the only get thing out, that would he float. On, he could have an onboard brewery and still. A dive charter, <laughs> a liveaboard. Okay. I mean, he could have had himself set for a measly $280,000. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder if uh, Pete Davidson and Colin Jost from Saturday Night Live, if this idea came up when they were stoned. No, it's it's actually, as and I said, they, because because they're, they both are based in that area. Right. And real estate is, you're just, it's, it's almost unaffordable well this this is, is a really yeah. smart move okay well we will you can see. move it from location to location and it's really smart if it works uh, yeah. let's check back in a year and see where they're at it will not <laughs> will not be ready in a year okay um, anyway um greg as you are the only one amongst us that actually books uh charters and things like that on boats and planes mm. um mm. five biggest mistakes to avoid when booking a yacht trip according to an expert and I know we're coming up on the end of the show, so we're going to kind of go through these. Um, number one, not working with a yacht charter broker, uh, which I think is ridiculous because they just want to make their commission. Um, well, you, you got find- someone to fall back on if things go south on you. Yeah. Well, yeah, until they skip town. Yeah. Relying solely on online research. 
Bah! Online oh, research yeah. is how we survive today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, listen, I just did research about living on the moon, and apparently you can do it without any type of protective gear whatsoever. So I'm all in. Wow. Uh, that's, okay. that's, according, that's according to the internets. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> only focusing on length and look. Well, let's skip right past that one because that could be one that could be taken. That applies out of to life. I think. Stop it! Stop mm-hmm. it! Yeah. Uh, choosing the said. wrong, choosing the wrong location to charter. Now that's a big one because, like, if you were currently looking at, like, I really want to take a do a book a charter on the Black Sea in the Ukraine. Probably not a good idea right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you'll get it cheap. <laughs> <laughs> it was you'll a deal. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, what are those things flying over us? <laughs> Uh, yeah, or, or is that a periscope? Yeah. <laughs> what else? Um, and rushing from destination to destination. So you know, yeah. if, if if you are of the money, like Greg, big money, where mm-hmm. you can book one of these charters, and, and you should really kind of have a specific. I I would think like a one, maybe two stop destination. This is where I want to go because uh, specifically, I want to see. I want to go diving. Or uh, maybe it's uh, to uh, partake in the uh, abundant fishing that may happen in these areas for for sport fishing, things of that nature. Or it may be sightseeing. But when you start to rush through, you know, it's when I was on my surf trip in Costa Rica, there were three surf spots that I wanted to focus on. And I did um, for the time that I was down there. I didn't want to go rushing up and down the coast. Other than I really did want to get into Nicaragua and do some of the surfing down there, but my tour guide said, "Yeah, we're not doing that. A little yeah. too unstable." Yeah, um, but some some tremendous surf. So there were three spots that I really focused on for surfing during my five days there. So I did wasn't getting rushed, 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 rushed from spot to spot. I wanted to enjoy and learn about the surf break in these areas, the different type of wave, the shape of the wave, the power of the wave, and really get to enjoy it. So, yeah. Plan your dive, dive your plan. Uh, There's something we say in the scuba diving world, and I think that applies uh, to this as well. You plan your trip, and then you uh, enjoy your trip if you've done the proper research and everything. All right, good stuff. We'll wrap it up uh, with that for this week. Remember, whether it's sail or motor, life life is better as a motor. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.